0: It's good It's one of those th- <laughs> It's uh It's like one of those songs That like I don't know They just put you In your own head
1: You know oh. 100% This is like a, a Floaty ass song Yeah 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 100% So this song is The Borders by Sam Fender Tell do you know The Killers? Yes Tell it me Sounds this- literally like it Yeah Brennan Flowers Wow Oh Just like the <laughs> Yeah of- that, The Whale Yeah yeah the Whale yeah, Exactly Anyway, great <laughs> tune. This song is everything. It's got saxophone, guitar solos. It's prime. That's
0: what you're in the market for. This song's got it. It's actually a really nice song.
1: It is. That's Not
0: actually. It. Like, all of the songs are
1: great. That's right, baby. That's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good record you
1: got. Which one? I feel like, good songs. I think you meant, like, I wrote a record. I'm like, no, really? no, no, you like my stuff? It. You've heard yeah, it? which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started getting nervous that you heard my voice notes or something. Damn. Oh, great. No, I'm getting that. Uh, uh, we no.
0: where. Getting telemarketing.
1: Weird, man. All over. Okay, this is perfect. Perfect segue. Guys, (laughs) so we just started recording this podcast, and two seconds before we're supposed to record, Mm -hmm. Amar gets a random phone call, and he's like, oh, I should answer this. Yeah. Answers it. I was telling him, yesterday when I was walking Charlie, my phone goes off, and Mm -hmm. it's a random number. Who doesn't have caller ID these days? Yeah. That's the first thing. Second, I, I always take the number and I plug it in through people I might have texted or uh, in emails. And it's like, I wish so bad that there was a website that you could plug in a number, cell phone number, and it'll tell you caller ID. Like, you could do that with reverse lookups for house phones.
0: Do you care about caller ID or do you just care, hey, is this guy a scammer or
1: telemarketer? No, because you can find not. that. I've heard people submit okay. numbers. But the thing about scammers is once one of their phone numbers has been compromised. They'll just he get doesn't. a new one. Yeah. So I just wish like, look, it's 2020. It's an awful frigging year. <laughs> <laughs> like the least you could give me is color ID. Is
0: the glimmer of hope.
1: Like, do, I want to do a poll right now. If anyone listening, yeah, <laughs> please reach out to us in some way. Do you answer uh, a random phone number without color ID? I know mm-hmm. you do. Cause I just saw you do it.
0: Okay. But weirdly, like, I don't know. Like I took it cause you know, you're right. Like, it could be like a job prospect. It could be, you know, it could be a career thing, right? Yeah. It could be anything. But then, like, so I answered it for that reason. But the way I answered it was like, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I was so snappy with them. I was like, yeah, no, sorry. you uh, <laughs> one <won't> work.
1: <laughs> you're I like, mean, three hours. You're like, Amara here. <laughs> sorry, not a good time. Three <laughs> hours call back. I was like, Amara, if that was a job, like, you ain't right? not getting hired. Like, like if I should just have not picked it up. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those, like, light annoyances. We had an episode on that eventually um, although it kind of sounds negative, but like things that are annoying that maybe shouldn't annoy us as much as they do. One of them for me is don't freaking like I'm all about phone calls. In mm-hmm. fact, I almost prefer phone calls and text. I love texting too, but phone calls just hit different. And you could take like an hour's worth of texting conversation and do it in five minutes, you know?
0: I am the biggest fan of phone calls.
1: You are too right? the biggest fan. Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's always like a, a moment when you're going to have to just be like, it, it's like a weird comfort with that person. But once you break the, the phone call threshold, 100%, you know, I feel like we crossed it maybe like, I don't know, let's say a couple of months ago. Oh, for sure. Right. For sure.
1: Well, during quarantine, we, we, we spoke on the phone. That's it. Yeah. 100%.
0: But, like, there comes a threshold where you can, like, just, like, call
1: them about, like, textable shit. You know what it is? Uh, This is hand-in-hand with the calling thing. You have to get your inner voice that says, Ah, it's going to be so awkward. Don't do it. (laughs) Out of your head. 100%. So, back when I was in Dallas, I was on (laughs) these dating apps. Yeah. And I remember any time that I went to go meet a girl for a date... Because I hate the initial, hey, how are you? Like, you don't know what they sound like, anything mm. like that. <laughs> so I would go, I would call them and ask where I could park. Yeah. Because I was new to Dallas, um, it was different areas. That also broke the ice for when I do show up. Mm. So I would just call, even if we've been texting. I know a lot of people are like, ooh, it's a really awful way. But it was an amazing way because it wasn't awkward when I went and saw them. And they knew I was coming, you know? Interesting. It was just a good way to break the ice.
0: But you're totally right with that initial hello? Oh, like you could be, what? This is how it goes. You are like you're like I don't know if I should call him. Like kind of weird if you call him, right? And then you like you're like you just kind of go balls deep, and you're like oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call him. I don't care. I'm gonna call him, right? And you're like you're back to confident, and you're like you're you're so you're so sure of yourself. And then you call him, and then she usually is she, right? She's like hello, and I was like oh <laughs> yeah. that hello. Could ruin all types of confidence.
1: Okay, let me ask you this, okay? (laughs) When you are about to take a risk, Mm. do you have an inner voice that combats that? That says, don't do it, man, because it's going to be so awkward. Or like, do you have anything in you that does that? I I definitely, I think everyone does and everyone
0: should or whatever. Um, But I think I've like trained, definitely trained my brain to just be like, nah, keep going. Just keep going.
1: It's interesting. I recently the reason I ask is because I do know it's a common thing, and you're right. Like, yeah. I think it is a healthy thing to have because it keeps you sort of in line from doing anything too yes. out of line. Um, but I recently started doing this. I would I would look at I would go hang out with friends. Like let's let's say like a year ago, and I would get home and I would sort of reevaluate the hangout, and I'd be like oh, man, why did you say that joke? Like no one, mm-hmm. people thought it was weird. People probably think you're weird now. No one's going to hang out with you, and it spirals so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I, I just beat myself up. So over the past year, I've worked on taking this inner voice that is like so not a fan of me, and silencing it. Mm-hmm. it it's still there, but I'll just be like, I, I now treat it like a um, like a person that that. Just started a job and acts as if they're a professional. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so they yeah. come in like, actually no, I th- I actually work here, and it's just like, okay, like you. You ain't shit, Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jared. <laughs> just- Jared. It's like, yeah, you've worked there for one month. You're not a professional. Relax. But like that's how I I now have a relationship with my inner inner voice. That's negative. I go, okay, yeah, like you know a whole bunch, yeah. sure, buddy. <laughs> and it's just it's worked because now, um, I go like full force into something. Without sort of questioning it. Mm. And also I, I give credibility to like, okay, that other person is also feeling the similar effects, awkwardness, tension, mm. they're analyzing their moves and actions. Right. Um, Damn. I'm
0: like trying to not say because, okay. So again, I've said his name three times, four
1: times, Jared. No, Colin. Oh, He's like, a, my, mental, wait, hold on. Like Don't tell me his country. last name. It's like a fun last name. Colin response. Colin response. If that sounds like a like a kids show video game, like yeah, 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 like a like a search and rescue game. Can you find the koala bear? Are you call and response? <laughs> it's his stage name. Oh, and is it's it? all about call and response, but it's call oh, and response. Oh my god, so brilliant! That's freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was this whole time thinking, call calling like, yeah, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, amazing thing. Like he. Man, this
0: guy just keeps dropping gems. And I'm telling you, I'm bringing him on the show for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, I got to now. He's almost like a, a, a third host, but unintentionally. Literally, through, I swear, through like through the, the,
0: <laughs> the amount I'm dropping is him. <laughs> um, so he talks about this uh, and he puts it in such a good way. It's, he says, uh, you have an inventory of good and an inventory of bad, right? Mm. So let's say you have a business idea, right? That's a lot of times when people will shut themselves down. We are really good as people. When someone has a business idea, we can tell them a hundred reasons why it will not work out. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I could tell you a hundred reasons of how when you go hang out with friends, you're like, um, I don't know if this is going to be a good time. I could do this. I could do that. There's a hundred reasons why you shouldn't. Right? When you make a call, there's a hundred reasons of how it could go awkward. Right. 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 But what we're not good at or what we don't have training in is the inventory of positive things of why it will work out, right? So going into the call with the notion that, no, I'm going to call them and it's going to work out because it's going to break the ice. It's going to do this for me. It's going to do that for me. Uh, Or my business is going to work out because I have this skill and I have that skill and I'm really good here. But what happens a lot of times is like that negative stuff or even stuff you're just not even aware of Mm -hmm. stops you. So let's say you see a job posting And they're like, we're looking for a team leader. And you're like, "Ah, I'm not a team leader. um, So I'm just not going to apply. Right. 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 Meanwhile, if you actually ask your friends, if you ask your past jobs, if you ask people, they'd be like, of course you're a team leader. Like, you led a team of 10 people. Yes. Yeah. You know, but like that inventory and not having that inventory prevents you from doing certain things.
1: This is why haters exist. That exact reason is because a lot of us uh, grow up and it could be. A nurture sort of thing you could grow up in a household where people aren't supportive of you or what you do and naturally you're going to develop a negative outlook on the world Mm -hmm. and naturally from that because it's already easier to shoot other people down it's going to become even more comforting because it's it's by nature yeah i look at people that hate right on on youtube and i sometimes will get a comment and i'll sit there and i'll think why like instead, I, because when I first started, and if you want to get into YouTube, anybody listening, the one of the biggest things is you have to monitor how you feel when you get a bad comment, because you will get bad comments. It's inevitable. Mm. And they can ruin your day. They can ruin your week. It just depends on how much weight you put behind it. So when I get a negative comment, I look at it and I go, why did this person say this? And I try to, okay, is it about my looks? Okay, if it's about my looks, then most likely there's an insecurity about their looks. Mm-hmm. Now let's test that. Is their display picture themselves? No, it's a cartoon. Let's let's go into their profile. Is there anything about them? Nope. No Instagram account, nothing for me to find out who they are. Mm. So, as the scales go down and down and down, I start to give this comment less and less weight. Because there's so many people that watch creators that don't know how to edit, don't have personality, can't film and their way of creating content is through trying to make a witty comment about breaking you down. Mm. It's and it's it's the most pathetic attempt. It's the weakest content. You want to make content? I don't care what it is, put yourself in front of a camera. 100%. Have the balls to do it because you saying a comment goes back to that uh what you just mentioned in terms of having an inventory of do you have any positivity in you? <laughs> Like it, it, it's not gay to say that this guy is funny if you're a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's not. It, it, it's just. It's so. As I got older, and this is something I can only speak on because now I've got experience. Yeah. Uh, early twenties, I probably wouldn't have had this outlook, but now it's like, okay, I see it so differently, and it just things don't bother me as much anymore.
0: Yeah, like it really like changes the way. Literally changes the way you look at it. Hundred like percent. Completely. What? What?
1: What bothers you the most?
0: Well, I, this is this is what I love about this podcast. Honestly, first of all, is uh, you know we had a complete different kind of oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> topic. Right. Yeah, we but did. But it's called the rabbit hole for a reason, and now we're here, 100%. and I'm going to spend the next
1: damn 45 minutes out here. <laughs> this this is true. This is the rabbit hole, so expect. I like uh, I like little
0: annoyances. Let's talk about things that bother me uh, or bother you. <laughs> well, I, I say
1: that because I look at like my everyday, and I'm like, what pisses me off. Um, unfairness still pisses me off. It has my whole life. And it, that, I don't think it shifted all that much. Um, and, and mean, mean people, because there is no justification for either one of them. Mm. Why? I, I, I would challenge anybody. Why do you ever have to be mean? Oh, well, because I have to let someone understand what they're doing. No, meanness doesn't need to do that. Yeah. And it's, it sucks that it has this, such a, a campy feel. When people are like, "Oh, don't be mean," yeah, but give me another word. I don't care. I would still profile it the same way. I hate mean people, and I've pushed that messaging from day one on YouTube of my original YouTube channel. It's, and I think because there's been moments in my life that I can remember so clearly of someone just being mean to me. Mm. One of them being, it was seventy or it was like eight thirty in the morning. Sorry, of like fourth grade or something. Okay. And there was a new kid. You know who he is. I'm not gonna share his name, but we went to high school, middle school with him. I never went to middle school with you. High That's school. Cool. <laughs> um, and he he was a new kid.
0: I'm like looking through like the catalog of my head right now of like hmm, sorting through. No, it, it's, it's a very <laughs> obscure name. You'll
1: want, right when I say the name, you be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, and he had broken his leg or something. Mm. And I was hanging out with the regular people, and he was eating from a full bag of chips. Like he was one of those kids. Like. <laughs> Like who eats from a full ass adult sized bag of chips been at there, that age? Been there, been there, been there. I usually eat those <laughs> little puff ones that are like, there's like four chips inside. Oh, like the Halloween. Yeah, little- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no man. As a kid, man, who has a full adult sized bag of chips? Let's be honest.
0: Well, you know you're
1: identifying,
0: you know, reasons for why this person might be mean. Anyway, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, mean, mean people too, if, like <laughs> mean people. My mom just gives me full bags of True. chips. True,
1: you know. True. So so anyways, <laughs> um, I remember he took his crutch and he just. Hit me in the shin with his crutch and said, "Go away." Oh, to to the group that I was already hanging out with, and this new guy comes in and had that had that feeling, and everyone thought he was cool because he had a broken leg, and I I always remember that because I'm like, what a what a mean ass move to do, you know, like that's so mean.
0: <laughs> Translates to what an effing pussy.
1: <laughs> but then I found out that I think his his mom or his aunt was a stripper. Oh, um. So look, I'm not gonna categorize, but if you're growing up in a household where I don't know. Anyway, I got to be careful. I don't want to get in any trouble with that that (laughs) statement, but. If you
0: grow up in a house that gives out full bags of chips, you (laughs) can't. Full adult size and not a proper (laughs) lunch to a kid. Come on, 8.30 in the morning?
1: You're eating a full bag of adult size chips? It's actually wild. (laughs) It's wild. Anyways, just to wrap it all up, meanness and unfairness. um, I would love to sit down with anybody and like dig deep into why they would think either is okay.
0: Yeah. I'm from just like high level, very shallow think uh analysis of it it's usually it's like if you're a victim you're usually the uh what's the other side of victim if you're the victim you're all you're also the other side of like the perpetrator yeah so (laughs) i couldn't think of a word um so usually if they're mean to you they're probably you're right they're probably going through their own mean shit you know uh they're probably going through their own it's the most stereotypical thing, but you're right. It's a, it actually wor- like it actually is a thing
1: of like people that I don't know. I just don't know when everyone's different, right? Like I don't know I was, I, I so anyway, I saw this um, speech, right? And it kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just about to say is oftentimes change happens without us even noticing. And so mm. this this speech this guy said was like you're married and the guy was like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Can you tell me when exactly you fell in love. Mm. He's like, of course not. Of course you can't, because love isn't a light switch. Where you're like, I'm in love, a- unless it's a transactional thing, which a lot of people get into relationships that are transactional and they don't realize it. So mm. they give you back rubs, or they make you lunch, or they do something. It's transactional, and you just do something back. Yeah. And it's about this like pleasure thing, right? Um, so it kind of goes like this. So when you go to the gym and you work out, this is this is a direct quote, by the way, from this this speech. Um, and you work out and you come home and you look in the mirror, you're not going to see anything different. Mm. You go the next day, you work out, look in the mirror, still nothing. You'll do that every day and you'll never notice it until you look back and say, and you you categorize yourself as an in shape person. Mm. And it's like, oh, that happened over a long period of time. You can go to the gym for nine hours in one day and you're not going to be super jacked. But if you go to the gym every day for 30 minutes, Mm. you will get jacked. So it's about consistency and uh, leveling up and, and, and continually doing something.
0: And there's no day to it. There's no like on day 32, you'll get muscles. There's no
1: day. Yeah. And so, so I look at like how I've changed over the past even 10 years. And it's like it's been a slow thing where it's not just everyone's looking for this miracle of like it happens overnight. Yeah. And it never does. It happens with you wake up and you, you try something slightly different. And you do that again the next day and then again the next day. And eventually that becomes second nature, which
0: actually segues really well into this. <laughs> Yeah, as I'm saying this, it segues perfect. Yeah, that continuous improvement.
1: Yeah. So today's topic is uh, brain hacks to learn anything faster. Yeah. Um, so, oh, that's a good one. Um, so basically you have a task and this can go with anything. Acting, riding a bike, being a YouTuber, literally anything that you want to be good at, these tips will help you do it faster. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds like a corny ass Facebook, like this housewife makes $40, $40, <laughs> $4,000. <000." laughs> so bad. Um, but like, here's, this is, a, this is what today's episode is. Yeah. basically. Uh, I,
0: I I came into like Dan's place and I was like, yo, Basically, I just want to talk about this thing called neuroplasticity, you know, yes. and I just dropped the word, you know, and uh, it's actually been like really cool thing to learn about, man. It's just like it's like basically neuro obviously means brain plasticity. Basically, just think of it as plastic right?
1: plasticity. I always picture as like uh, like like rubber band, rubber bandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So
0: pl- let's say let's take plastic just because it's in the word. Sure. OK, sure. Um, so plastic can be like formed and reformed into like you know, a hundred times, right? And it won't, it'll lose shape. Obviously, the more you do it or whatever, um, and you can you can always control its shape. And sometimes it'll kind of like stick and hold.
1: I feel like Think maybe, of a water bottle. I feel like clay is maybe a better word. Neuro clay. No, no, no. Not actually changing it, but like metaphor, because plastic, I don't remember the last time I actually reshaped plastic. Well,
0: think of a water bottle. Okay. Right? A water bottle comes to you pre-made, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, once you drink it, we've all done it, Uh, and I guess we're like, I don't know, uh, sexually frustrated. We rip out all the paper. Apparently, that's like a thing. That is, (laughs) that that is is absolutely a thing. When you
1: pick the label (laughs) off of like beer too, you're like, I've heard that you're sexually frustrated. I'm like, really? I don't know. Anyway, I've been doing it.
0: I've been doing it my whole life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know.
1: Um,
0: And then after you do that, you like, you know, you like, you twist the water bottle, and it kind of holds its shape. I see. Okay. Right. But it kind of wants to go back. To original right okay it wants okay, to twist back right it. and the more you twist it down the more it'll hold the new shape right and then you can like melt it down and like reform it into this new thing um so that's kind of how your brain is right the, your your brain can be molded you can think of it as clay plastic whatever can be molded into things and you can actually structurally change the way your brain works right and even the size of certain parts and the density of different parts
1: so to help people a little more it's fact it's scientific fact this is a real thing so let's say you started brushing your teeth with your left hand yep. every night well eventually you're going to strengthen your left hand and also you're firing off new it was i think it was neural pathways That's it. and synaps- synapses 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 Um, that eventually will become stronger. You're actually creating a new connection, like a bridge in your brain to other parts of your brain when you do something new. Um, I once heard this thing, and this is a good way to look at it. If you have a problem in your life and it's not really changing, it's not going anywhere, picture yourself on a toboggan going down a hill um, and you keep going down the same path. Well, eventually Hmm. you're going to know where it leads you. You're going to know what the ride is like and nothing's going to change. Until eventually one day, maybe you set your sled a little bit to the right and you go down a new path and you don't know where it's going to take you, but it could take you to a better side of the hill or even where you want to go or further. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I think this is a little bit off topic, but how change comes into role into play, but also newness comes into play. You have to rework um, your schedule and add in little things that are new. That's it. Take you, you take the elevator every day, take it from the first floor and start doing that at least for a month. Yeah, like it, it might
0: sound like whatever, but you literally can, you know, go to that first floor and you meet someone new and you experience something new. Um, but yeah, like you're so right about this whole fact that it, like if you're right-handed, it is fact. Your left side is probably bigger because your motor skills right. are on the left. And if you're... You know, vice versa. Um, They looked at cabbies in London, uh, London, England. Right. They like for their cab driver test, they have to memorize all the roads in London. Yeah. Right. And um, they figure they realize that in the MRI scans, they're the part of the brain that focuses on mapping and memory is way bigger than than normal people. Right. Mm -hmm. So you are actually make you are actually rewiring and restructuring your brain by when you learn new things. Now, there's short term learning and there's long term learning and short term. You're just changing. You know, it's like learning soccer for the first time, learning keep ups. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when you sleep it off. And then you wake up next day, you'll be worse off than yesterday. But your brain is more plastic than yesterday. I don't know if that So makes it's almost like you get to soften it
1: before hardening
0: it. L- literally, it. <laughs> Interesting. I hate that you said it. Just say the brain. Oh, the brain. <laughs> I thought you were going to say <laughs> you, you gotta, hate that, you that gotta, I used <laughs> the word soften. <laughs> no, just you got to soften um, it before you harden it. I don't know. <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
1: totally makes sense. Because if you look at plastic, if you really want it to hold, you got to get it softer first before.
0: I guess clay is better, man. <laughs> Damn. But man, from the get-go, I knew
1: Clay was going to be a better one. But then you made the, the comment about how the water bottle wants to go back. I'm like, yeah, it works. Yeah, I, I like to say, like, metaphors are my thing. Like, I love metaphors. It's just the way my brain works. When I'm trying to explain things to people, it's always metaphorical. So that's why when you yeah, said yeah. that, I'm like... I'm
0: super envious of that, man. I don't know what happened. In grade 11, I was super good at, like, metaphors. <laughs> how are you saying this. I, I am telling you, <laughs> it still haunts me to this day. My friend, Hussein, he's like... He's like, bro, you're so good at metaphors. That is the best metaphor. And everything I said was like friggin' fire. Everything I yes. touched was gold. It's
1: poetry, man. You yeah, know, 100%. it just comes out, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And then I don't know what happened. I made like one bad metaphor. And, <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> ever since the whole crew was like.
1: Well, listen, it's not too actually late. Sweating, it's not too late to change. Yeah. And we're going to give you some tips. Here we are. Um, okay. So you want to learn how to do something new and fast. Let's say you have a mm-hmm. deadline. Here's what you got to do. Number one, these are in no specific order, by the way. Teach someone else or just pretend to. One thousand percent. Teach somebody else what you're trying to learn yourself um, and pretend to be an expert at it. Mm. And it's that alone is going to start the neural pathways forming because it's like, oh, you're breaking down what you need to do for someone else and teaching them that you're at the same time teaching yourself. Yeah. You
0: know? Um, so apparently the one of the scientific reasons for this is that we teach in a way that we want to learn right so let's say if you're a visual learner you're most likely gonna teach in a visual way right so even when you teach you're giving yourself a new way to look at things Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. you can see I don't know if you have like little brothers or little sisters like helping them out with their like math problems yeah you look back at it you're like man this shit was so easy how the hell did I not get this, right? 100%. And teaching is the uh, biggest way to learn something.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think just because you're, you're creating a blueprint for yourself at the same time. That's it. Um, another tip, learn in short bursts of time. Mm. Um, instead of doing this, people, I've heard that if you're trying to study something, it's good to take uh, 15 minute breaks every like 45 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what it's doing is it's uh, picture yourself like holding a weight in your arm and you're holding it at 90 your arms at 90 degrees mm. well the weight's not heavy at first but after 45 minutes of course your arm is going to be sore and it's like your arm is going to be really hard to use after you keep putting the weight down and then picking it up you're going to re-strengthen it and, and be able to hold on to it longer mm. so so you're doing more reps you're doing more reps so learning in short bursts of time is essentially that you're doing more yeah. reps
0: Wow, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, I'm really into this whole thing. Like, I have like all this like research going through my head right now. Um, so they found in they did like a study on judges, right? And when these judges, like thousands of judges, when they're gonna give out favorable results and when they don't, right, right. And almost always, beginning of the day, favorable results. After their first break, favorable results. After lunch, favorable results. And it quickly goes down from favorable results to uh conviction or unfavorable results and it so when you, they start out so good hm that's it and interesting. even judges who are like that's literally really trained yeah and <laughs> you'd expect them to be the most unbiased people ever yeah right are have a failure in them that says if I'm tired I'm more likely to do to give out negative things I'm more likely yeah. to give out yeah. a poor performance so um in the beginning, especially in that morning, the first thing you do, got to be- So
1: if you're going to commit a crime and go to a judge, try to get a morning- Get a morning one. Trial. Um, <laughs> That's how they know. A, There was actually a study done at Louisiana State University that said anywhere between 30 to 50 minutes of learning new material is the best. Mm. Anything less than 30 is not enough, but anything more than 50 is too much information for your brain to take in at one time. Mm. So- basically once you once you've done the 50 or or 40 minutes take a five ten minute break before you start another session yeah i think the split is always 45 15 it's so true if i sit down and edit a youtube video and i usually i do it in this hour bursts i reach a point after probably about three and a half four hours where i'm just like oh you go through a marathon i go through a long time yeah because the creative process is fun so it's not as as bad um But sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to take Charlie out. I need to like just take a breather here because I can't focus. Yeah. My focus goes first. But
0: yeah, I go like through like an ebb and flow. My focus goes and then like, but maybe that's just me taking my own mental break. It's true. You check out, man. You check out.
1: Here's another one. And this is one that um, I, I sort of dislike because I know it's true. Mm. I dislike it because I'm lazy in this field, but I know for a fact it's true. Oh, here we go. Take notes by hand. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's the worst, man. We all are... We're in a, we're in a world of texting and mm. typing. It's instant. We can even use the voice and say, hello, I will get pizza for dinner, you know? Yeah. Now, if you're trying to learn something, going back and writing actually every letter and every word out, it makes you sit with that piece of material much longer and hitting a button that was same as the last button, and it's going to be same as the next button.
0: Yeah, it's actually wild. And it's like, I remember I was, like, so against it for... I was always against it. I still am. Um, Not against it. I just, like, I just don't do it. Mm. just, like, shitty like that. Take your dose? Yeah. Um, But there was two years that I went through it, and before the two years started, I was like, man, I don't want to do notes, like... It's not searchable. Like on notes, you could just like search it, you know, like on your iPhone or whatever. Right. You could just search it by hand. You can't search it or whatever. But man, doing notes for two years, I like had books and I can like just like search through the books right away. And it like, yeah, you can actually feel like it actually makes you
1: better in that time. 100%. I'll hit you with a... uh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that that that's true. It's true. So in my sense, it's true in an emotional way. I remember like going through stuff and... I was just looking at, like, Google, right? And one of them was like, take take notes. And I'm like, man, I'm not doing that. Like, uh, there's so many more things I can do with my time. And so I'm like, okay, let's just try it. And I sat there and I just wrote out everything that I was currently feeling. And by the end of it, I was like, weird. I feel so, like, like a sponge that's been squeezed and all the water's gone. Like, I felt so free. Damn. I'm telling you, it, it sounds fake. But Princeton University, there was a psychology professor that did a study. They took three well, three studies, in mm. in three studies, sorry. <laughs> they found that st- uh, students who took notes on laptops performed worse on conceptual questions than students who took notes longhand. Um, taking notes on a laptop basically says it leads to mindless transcription. Mm. You're just type, you, at this point, a lot of us are so automated with technology that we're just like, eh, eh, eh. Mm. we're not taking any of it in. And it's also, there's an opportunity for distraction, such as emails. Now a lot of us have texting that's hooked up. Um, Facebook, there's so many things that are boing 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 like firing off that is putting a gap in our brain learning. Do you feel that with distractions? Like I, I know- a hundred in, men, in, in my, my phone just situation. went off. Yeah, I know.
0: But f- like, it, okay, see like, here's the thing. Like if you're doing something like editing and then your phone, like right now in, in the performance stage, right? It's not gonna be distracting. Right, like your phone went off, right? You know, and it, and it goes off, right? But in like editing or things where your body Highly and mind is just like, please just distract me with this shit. Please just distract me with something else, right? I feel like, man, like even working from home, your parents probably they say something for like it's a five minute thing, turns into like a forty five minute distraction, and you can't get back to your work 100%. for like another hour. Focus, you know?
1: focusing is brutal in that. Like these frigging note. Instagram's pretty brutal for that. I'm yeah. always posting on Instagram, and it's like when people give me feedback or or DM me, I'm just like, oh, okay, we're going over here now.
0: Yeah.
1: And back to this study. Basically, what they're saying is, p- laptop users when you're when you're taking notes on a laptop, they have a tendency to to, to transcribe lectures verbatim rather than processing information and reframing it in their own words. Mm. So this is important because. Let's say a professor's talking. You can't keep up when you're writing, but you can keep notes. Oh, he said this. This was important. I'm going to write that down. And unintentional, or subconsciously, you're writing down what you feel are most important things. Mm. So you know what they talked about, which is which is interesting. That's, so, uh, that's actually really cool. Take notes by hand. It helps. Uh, oh, Here's another one. Use the power of mental spacing.
0: Oh, that's like I'm guessing what that is, but it's probably like that. Uh, it's like, so basically, uh, yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> no, it's probably like, a, it's probably like, a, you can't have all the creative shit. You can't just have a whole day of creativity. Yes. And then one yeah. whole day of like yeah.
1: mindless shit. It goes back to consistency, mm. doing little bits. Um, basically says you can water a lawn once a week for 90 minutes or three times a week for 30 minutes. Mm. Spacing a watering during the week will keep your lawn greener over time. It's exactly that. If you're trying to learn something faster by doing it for like nine hours a day, you're overwhelming the brain that most of that isn't even going to use. Yeah. But if you do it consistently for a number of days, you are creating a new baseline. Like doing these chunks. Like if you're doing nine hours a day, okay, that's great. If it's every day, you're creating these new chunks that are just like, they're now going to start to dissipate over the next three days of you not doing it, right? Like going for a jog one day, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't gonna do ass to your body. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but like, but going every day, every oh, of course,
0: yeah, and, and you actually do more. Like you can, I, I've said this like in maybe episode five, I'm gonna say,
1: right? Episode Bit,
0: fifty episodes ago, Ooh. right? Uh, it was wild that we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know, if you look at like let's say running or working out or whatever, let's say running. Right? If you go on a full marathon, if you do 20 kilometers today, right? You're probably not going to recover for another like five days, Mm -hmm. right? That's like half a marathon, right? But if you go on a run or a jog for five kilometers or even 10 kilometers every day, let's say five kilometers every day, Mm -hmm. in the week, you would have done 35, 40 kilometers, right? But if you go, and one that just that one big spurt, yeah. You can only do twenty yeah, right, in a week, right? So, yeah, uh, you're actually much better off doing consistent
1: bite-sized chunks than one marathon. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That seems to be the messaging this episode. Bite size. Um, you could measure a smaller unit of success. Mm. The, the big issue is, like, let's say everyone wants to be a YouTuber. Unless they're living in a mansion in Beverly Hills with other people, they're they're not classifying themselves as successful. Mm. This has been a very important thing for me is I my first goal on YouTube was to get 1,000 subscribers. Once I got that, it jumped to getting the silver play button, which is 100,000 subscribers. After that, um, I wanted to get to a million. And on that journey, which I'm still on, uh, the opportunity to win an MMVA uh, for fan favorite creator came up. And I'm like, I want that. Mm. So I'm going to go for that. So I got that. So there's things that, that come up that, that you can measure your success with on a ladder of growth um, instead of just viewing that end goal as that the only way you're going to be successful is you get that. You'll be so damn yeah. depressed if your idea of success is comparing yourself to the ultimate success. Mm. Are you kidding me? Like mm. If I go on YouTube and say, I want to be Mr. Beast tomorrow, mm. no chance. You look at that guy, he's made banger after banger after banger. That's That's consistency. Yeah. And then you, you develop uh, a reputation for being consistent. People want to come and watch your videos, you know? And he has a team, and there's so much yeah, more to it. Exactly. So maybe comparing, like, don't really compare your your speed of learning. It's not going to be the same. If you're learning to juggle, you and I are learning to juggle, and tomorrow we hang out, and all of a sudden I can juggle and you can't. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for you to be upset, because next week you could be a 10 times better juggler than me just mm. based off of... of the areas of learning that I might be slower at, I might be faster at learning how to coordinate a ball in the air, but to catch two or three, it's like, uh, you know, yeah, 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 um,
0: and and you also gotta like think of like what makes you have the edge, right? Like, uh, Mr. Beast, you probably don't know what his edge is, but he probably like, there are people who are addicted. Let's say Casey Neistat, for example, that guy is addicted to the process. Yeah. Right. Like just like he doesn't, he really do, probably doesn't care about like the views and stuff like that. You can really tell that this guy is just obsessed with filming and editing, filming and editing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that gives him an edge that is way bigger than anyone else because he's not measuring numbers or this or that. Right. Everyone has an edge and you have to use your edge to outperform to, to get to your success.
1: Right. I'd agree hundred yeah. percent. Um, what's interesting about this entire topic, as I like look at other things, every single, uh, piece of research is around breaks, Mm. which goes against what we often think. If you're trying to learn something, you're supposed to only be doing that thing. Mm. And that's what we all think in our head is unless I'm doing that, I'm not getting better at it. And it's like, no, science is telling you that's wrong. Mm. You should be doing it. But you should also be taking breaks away from it. So your brain, it's almost like, okay, if I said, I will give you $1,000 if you eat everything that I put in front of you, when I put in front of you. Mm. And I I put a bowl of sushi. You eat that. Now I put another bowl of sushi. Now I put a sandwich. I put a lasagna. And it takes a little bit longer to eat the lasagna. But now I put an egg. Eventually, you're going to get overwhelmed. And you can't keep up. That it's like, oh, my God, I can't do it. Mm. But if I gave you sushi and you eat it, 10 minutes goes by, I give you lasagna. And then it's like, you'll be able to handle it in, in better spurts. That's uh, true. Another way to look at it. I saw a, a therapist in Texas back when I was down there and I was, I, I think I've shared this before. He he walked in the room and he was all like rickety and old. And I'm like, Oh God. Oh yeah. Like, I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how's this guy? Like he had, he had one of those canes with the four, yeah, yeah, four the prongs four. at the bottom. <laughs> so highly prone to fall and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, this guy looks like he's very fragile. He was very fragile. I'm like, I just don't know what he's going to have to offer a young guy like me. I but was that like, brain. The I brain like on 20, that guy. Though. Yeah. Brain was amazing. So I get in there and I remember telling him how I was so upset that I haven't uh, moved on or got to a certain point that I want to be at. Mm. And he pulled out a deck of cards and I'm like, okay, great. What are we going to play? Go fish. And he's like, Dan, look at this deck of cards. Mm. If I said, I want you to learn this entire deck of cards. Memorize it from front to back. Could you do it? I'm like, no, man. Are you kidding? No way. No way. He then separates it into two little smaller piles and goes, could you do it now? And I'm like, yeah, I could, I could handle either of those piles because it's smaller. He goes, but it's the same deck. All I've done is given it to you in smaller amounts. And that's the best way to look at how your brain works. Could you memorize a deck of cards from front to back? Probably not. Could you do it in two halves? Probably. Yeah. Four, half, four quarters? Probably. It's Dang. all about consuming in smaller amounts and taking breaks. And you will develop at a faster rate than the guy that's doing one day a week of nine hours. Yeah, It's not beneficial. Of him grinding for 10 hours. Oh, and, and yeah. then he spends the next six days on Instagram saying, I grind, grind, grind. I'm like, no, <laughs> all that's going to waste. Major- science shows majority of that is going to waste unless you're being consistent and firing off these new neural pathways. Got him. Yeah. We sound like freaking geniuses just by using the word neural, pa- pathway. neural pathways, baby synapses, <laughs> synapses. So, I mean, that's all I got on this. Um, yeah,
0: no, I think that was a good list. However, I'm not too happy but the fact that I didn't Uh-oh. get to share something that pisses me the hell off.
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's go back. We got time. Um, what? Oh, damn. Hold on. You can't be pissed the hell off and then not know what you're going to say. <laughs> no, because I was like
0: so focused <laughs> on being pissed off that I, <laughs> that I forgot. See, you're firing new neural what pathways
1: to be pissed off at nothing. You oh. literally don't know what you're going to say, but you're pissed off at it.
0: You no, know, I know one thing I could say, but alright I'm going to start with this. So there's a few things. All right. There's a few things. i Yeah. Definitely
1: yeah. piss me off. What's the topic?
0: First of all, our uh, uh, people's hatred on hypocrisy. You know, I get it. Hypocrites piss everyone off right they really do but yeah. if you think about it we're, we've all done like super hypocritical shit and this is not like some like attack that i've received in the last week or so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that sort of sounds yeah. like i'm
1: like you're just you're just venting right now <laughs> no i just you know
0: i just i think we're all hypocritical you know what i mean like of course we're all of like course. oh i hate hypocrites but like we all do hypocritical stuff like freaking i don't know we say we don't like liars but then we lie and then you know there's
1: like And and like, man, the the biggest part where we've seen it is through this whole pandemic. Yeah. You see people that are complaining, you shouldn't be outside. Why are you going to a park? Hold on a second. Why are you outside now since you just got mad at me for walking outside? Which, what you have to. Sorry to. to (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a thing that pisses people off. Side note I had this discussion this morning with someone. Um, Here's the best way to look at something where you don't agree. Mm. If there's things you should always avoid politics, religion. Yeah, because those are things that are some core beliefs. You can't change that in people. I've added a new one to the list, and that's coronavirus. Mm. Seriously speaking, because it falls—it's very closely tied to politics um, in some aspects, religion. But coronavirus, everybody has a di- the, the scale for how we're handling it is so damn huge mm. that you—it's not black or white. It's not should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? Should I go outside? You can't. So when people are telling you they shouldn't be doing this, is it illegal? No. Then it, then stay out of it. Like yeah. everyone's, everyone is entitled to do what they want to do. You can express your opinion, how you feel about it, but to continually do it and, and, and do these soapbox chants, it, it gets annoying and you get known as these types of people. So back to your hypocritical thing. I've never seen more hypocrites in my life than the last four months of quarantine. <laughs> Because me being a creator, <laughs> yeah. I, I post about being outside walking Charlie, totally legal, and was never mm. illegal. My dog needs to go outside. People are like, "Stay inside! You, you're you going to cause it to spread." I'm like, "Guys, why are you friggin' at a park? What's the difference?"
0: Yeah, you're if, literally tweeting this from a park.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it says on Twitter. Sent from a park. Like seriously, like catch yourself before you become a hypocrite in that apparent way. Yeah. I'm, I, just to back your point, I've seen it a lot. This is the actual point that I had, and we might not agree here,
0: right? So I'm excited for this. Um, I don't like when people think that others cannot change, or we dismiss them.
1: Oh, keep going. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Do your
0: thing. Uh, so I, I don't like when people think that they can't change others. Like you have all the okay. capability to change others and influence others. And I know we're all like, oh no, they just, they won't change that's just who they are. It's like, no, they, they got there for a reason. And like, they got there for a reason, they changed for that reason, and you can change them back, right? It's like, imagine learning something and saying that, um, Oh no, I can't learn this. Uh, You know, let's say you want to learn keep ups in soccer. Mm -hmm. Right. And you say, Oh, I can't learn keep ups. So I'm not going to attempt it. Okay. Then you'll never learn keep ups. is
1: is this about, sorry, I was gone. Is this about like positive reinforcement or personal? No,
0: I'm just saying like, I don't like the fact when people are like, Oh, that's just how they are. You can't change them. I, I hate that statement (sighs) so much. And I know we don't, we probably don't agree on this one.
1: Well, it's no, well, interesting. Um, In certain aspects, I would disagree. But I agree, I hate the the idea that somebody is permanently one way. It's, it's not fair. However, there are certain aspects about a person that you can't, you as a person can't change someone. They have to want it, mm. it like no doubt. You can be a support system, but if they don't want it, it's not going to work.
0: But don't you think like you being a support or you being an influence on other people will, <clears throat> will lead them to, a higher likely chance of them changing. Like, it, e- even if that. we say that the pe- the person has to want it, like, you can influence them wanting it.
1: No, well, I don't know. Inspiration is only inspiring if it's uh, something you are looking for. Uh, yo, quote, it sounds good. Yo, quote me on that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Put is, that on t-shirts. No, <laughs> seriously, let, let me explain that. Uh, things when you go to watch a movie and you're so inspired by it, it's only inspiring because the messaging behind it is something you already believe in or something you push yourself. Yeah, you read right into it. Yeah. So same goes with influence. I, uh, there's a lot of people with influence. Logan Paul. I'm sorry, I'm not influenced at all by this guy, but he is influential because there's an audience there that believes in what he does and what he says and who he is.
0: So, so, so what's something that like like you would say like someone Can't. can never change
1: about you? About me? Yeah. Um, I don't think... Or about me, whatever. Uh, for, for the good or for the... For, for the, the bad,
0: for the good, for
1: whatever. I don't think um, somebody could... Let's say for the bad. For the bad? Okay. I don't think somebody could make me want to bully someone. Sorry. I got that mixed up.
0: For the good. <laughs> for the good. Yeah, like, like, so, uh, let's say something that's like pretty shitty about me that you're like, ah, I, this guy will not change. All right? It doesn't have to be about me. It could be about anyone. right? right. Something that you're like, Uh, you just can't change the way they look or Mm -hmm. like like, the the way they look at that issue. I'm trying to think.
1: Well, regardless, um, I don't think you could change specific people at your time frame. It it, it sucks because that's why it exists that sometimes you're with the right person at the wrong time. It's because you guys just don't mesh and you're not the same. Mm. I've gone on dates with multiple people and this is what the dating world essentially is, is trying to figure out if you guys can mesh. I'm not there to change you to say you're wrong for who you are. I am there to figure out if we will mesh. And if we don't mesh, I'm not going to sit there for the next four weeks saying, oh, no, no, don't, don't, no, 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 don't make that joke. Don't Mm -hmm. don't do that. Uh, No, no, don't wipe your hands like that. (laughs) Why are you breathing through your nose? You know, like there's certain aspects about people that they are who they are. And that's through nurture.
0: Very true. Very true. And and yes, there are things like that. But I also think it's just such a disservice to just, be like, eh, they can't change, won't even try.
1: But it's like, have you even tried? Well, I think a lot of people, when they get to that point, it's a, it's a point of frustration that they have tried. You're right. I yeah. would 100% agree with you. If your first take, because they pissed you off, is they can't change, I'm done with it. Yeah. I've, absolutely. You can't make that judgment call. That's like, that's like having one little, sp- like, no, what's, what's a good example? That's like um, here. I've I I like going to one Chinese food restaurant yeah. and saying you hate all Chinese food because you had one bad experience with a chicken ball at one of them. Happens a lot. But you can't. Of course it happens. But you like can't. Like sushi. Everyone's first time at sushi. Yeah. They're probably like, nah, I don't like sushi. You can't gauge one yeah. thing off of one attempt. The sample size is way too small. Exactly. Perfect example. I started watching Zach Efron's show on Netflix. First mm-hmm. episode of Iceland. Pretty brutal in my opinion. I thought like the hosts were... It was just like a camera crew following a famous person on a vacation. He was a little awkward, even if that wasn't the first episode they actually shot. Episode two, about water. I was blown away. And I was like, wow, this was really engaging and really fun to watch. And I'm like, I almost... I remember I almost sent a text to my brother saying, how could you like this show? It's so garbage. And I was like, I ended up sending a text saying, this show is great. Damn. So don't jump to conclusion, I guess. But... And that's what I think you're saying in a sense when someone's like they can't change. Well, that's a jump to conclusion. Unless you've actually attempted and tried right. but I don't think we should be after the idea of trying to change someone rather than accepting them for who they are.
0: Yeah, and and I can see where like that gets me in trouble sometimes, but like let, let's say we're like, you know, any all of us with the older generation. Let's say, you know, parents, uncles, whatever, right? Um a lot of times they'll use this kind of excuse of like, ah, "I'm too old to change, I can't change now." You know, this is yeah. why oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right? I've, I've heard that. Yes. Okay. That is to me, like if someone just like, nah, I can't change them because they're older. That is such BS because like, it's just like anyone can change and you have influence on yeah. people, whoever you are. Yeah. You have influence on your best friends. You have influence on random people and, and you can influence those things. And it, to me, it just serves as like a, as an empowering thing of like, to always do the right thing because by doing the right thing, hopefully you'll influence someone. And you will. Whether they know you will. or not Absolutely. to change. So.
1: Absolutely. Because everyone was into different things. Yeah. I don't doubt it that if I make a, a video, like some of my most random videos, I'll get such nice DMs saying how this affected them and changed their life. And, and it's an amazing thing. Mm. And then there's others that criticize how something in the video wasn't perfect. You'll always have that when yeah. when you're trying to influence. So when it's one on one, you're trying to you're trying to already gauge that this person is already going to find you inspiring. Like it's too hard to tell. You're right. Anyways, well, we agree. I think we agree on on, on the topic there. I okay, agree yeah. with you in a sense that yeah, don't don't call it quits on day one. Don't judge someone for one act. Yeah. Don't say they can't change after one experience. But at the same time. If it's a continual thing, you have to understand it's not in your power. No matter what you can do, it is not in your power. No, it, yeah. it isn't.
0: No, it's true. I, I'm I'm with you. I, at some point you just got to be like, okay, like this is truly out of my power.
1: Yeah. You'll realize that sooner or later. It might hurt, but you'll realize it. We'll see. We'll get burned a few times. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to try to end this. <laughs> get burned a few dabs there, people. <laughs> like clenching my face. <laughs> I'm not clenching my <laughs> face. That's <I swear. laughs> right. Uh, okay, guys, that was actually a really interesting one. Yeah, to that be was. honest, I think we we originally had something else planned. Uh, we we ended up doing it. Yeah, but it's just it's interesting to see where this this rabbit hole took us. That's it. Um, anyway, we love guys, you. we go, love each other. We love each other, of course. Yeah, yeah obviously. Go out and learn something new, uh, and do a quick. <laughs> now yeah. giving you the skill set. <laughs> uh, Take care. We'll see you guys, in, or you'll hear us in the next one. Love you.